To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Welcome to episode 37 of the Dead Serial Podcast. I'm your host, LJ, and on this volume one of our Disneyland series, I'll be sitting down with Bunny Eliason, good friend and brother. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Bunny enlightening me as to how ignorant I am on everything Disney. I've been waiting a long time for this, so without further ado... Let's uh, let's give a, a, a spoiler alert. Oh, we probably should do a spoiler alert. Right, because some things may happen and some opinions may be given. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess uh, let's start with July 17th, 1955. Black Sunday. Black Sunday. Opening day, Disneyland Opening Park. Opening day. Um, let's see. Uh, it, Disney was allotted to be taken a year to build, and it was. And if I remember right, the original budget was... Three million, and they went to eleven. Quickly, quickly, yeah, 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 right, 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 right. With Roy putting the brakes on everything. <laughs> Roy Disney, Walt's right, brother, right, 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 yep. right. For the um, uneducated, right, right, right. The uninitiated. So, so there's there's multiple people you probably haven't heard of. Roy is the probably the most famous one that you've heard of. Um, Raymond, Ruth. There's a bunch of Disney's that I may bring into this conversation, but so yeah, it uh, they uh, they open it on a Sunday um, uh, amongst uh, all the fanfare. So while while building the park, decided to do the uh, the Sunday Walt Disney Presents as a commercial, kind of building up right. to the opening right. of the park. And it actually he was part his. His uh, in his favor, and other he was a he was obliged to because I believe to get the most of his funding, he'd actually sold the Disney Corporation to a network. Okay. And part of the contract was that he had to make original content for the for the for that for the uh, the uh, the the station that the channel that he had sold to. So by uh, selling it, he had to figure out how how can he swing this deal. Right. Well, well and if I recall correctly, he kind of used that as an opportunity to show people what Disney. Oh, sure. Be. And, uh, yeah, yeah. The, he made and something to get more fun. Yeah, yeah. He made. He, yeah, he made a uh, he made a sticky subject and a sticky situation into pure profit for him because he was making his own <laughs> commercials, making his own uh, hype for his own park. That if he succeeded, then he succeeded even greater. Right, and it was their dollar that he was spending, so might as well <laughs> <laughs> use it to advertise for your own. I would say it was Walt what he considered his opus. Okay, Disneyland was his opus because, yeah. and the proof of it is, is by the time Disneyland was finally open and beyond the hiccups, Walt didn't get much into the rest of his micromanaging. He spent a lot of time more at WED. Right. With the Imagineers. And right, right. Really pushing yeah, things yeah. forward for Yeah, Disneyland. with um, Bob Gurr and all the designers of the park. And he stole a lot. 
What do you mean stole a lot? He, he stole a lot from from the animation. His brilliant minds brought animators and turned them into engineers. Right. To Hence work on the park. Right. And Disneyland originally became th- that uh, all of his fantasies. <laughs> he could create. Yeah, whatever he wanted. Right, right. So um, the, the the opening of the park was a a disaster. Well, and I mentioned that Black Sunday. Do you want to clarify for right, right. our listeners so, why so it's called Black Sunday? Because uh, it was the cast members. Well, yeah, called it right at the end, right at the end of, of construction to opening, Walt was faced with plumber strikes. That's a very famous Up one. Up the Union? Yeah. So it was, uh, they didn't have enough time or plumbers to uh, plumb the drinking fountains in the bathrooms. Right. So Walt decided, plumb the bathrooms and they'll drink Pepsi. <laughs> right? At this time, Disneyland did not open with Coca-Cola. Disney, uh, he was wheeling, dealing everything, and Pepsi was the original one that he <laughs> wheeled and dealed. Later on, he, he made another deal with Pepsi, but this was the first one. So he, Walt said, sell them sodas and they can use the restrooms. That was his right. way of not having drinking fountains. Better somewhere somewhere to right. pass than yeah, right. wet your whistle. Now, <laughs> Disneyland had had a soft opening prior to what we know of because Walt had originally had his wedding anniversary at the Golden Horseshoe. Oh, nice. So he there there, there had been people in the park prior to that opening, but in a very controlled situation. But they to a very uncontrolled right, right, situation. Right, and, <laughs> and, and I've heard that, you know, and part of the Black Sunday, another part is they were paving the night before. Right. So the asphalt was <laughs> right, not right, right, right. And, and um, ride vehicles were never completely tested for long term. They turned them on. Yep, it works and it's good to go. Um, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> right. Um, Tomorrowland was just that. A vista into a world of wondrous ideas, signifying man's achievement, a step into the future with predictions of constructive things to come. Tomorrow offers new frontiers in science, adventure, and ideals. The atomic age, the challenge of outer space, and the hope for a peaceful and unified world. Let's see what else were there. Yeah, Tomorrowland was not to be opened. Uh, it, it was even in the the, in the opening day broadcast. You can see that they 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 do a, a bit about it. But they never show any rides, anything like that. They don't show, you know. They they, they show you parts of uh, what is going to happen, but it, right. it never but did. Not on opening. Right. right. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't think Tomorrowland really got busy for probably another three or four months, I think. Okay. Is when Tomorrowland. Uh, let's see. Um, we got scalped tickets. Scalp tickets. There was lots of those. Uh, there was um, there was uh, a, a neighbor that owned an orchard that decided to offer his ladder to go up and over the fence. Uh, the the lines were. I I would like to say I, I I don't know, but it's it's very well. It's it's comparable to uh, now. Uh, 
that we see when a, a new Star Wars movie comes out, people were camping. I think the first guy that got there was like at 2 a.m., something like that. Just unheard of in the 50s, kind. Yeah. But when you're showing this on the television for a year, you're going to get a little hype. The, yeah. The very first official ticket was actually sold to Roy. So the very first ticket. Very fitting. The second two tickets were to a, a little boy and a little girl that got tickets two and three. And those are now considered golden tickets. Nice. So those tickets will never expire until the death of that person. And they right. both as are still alive. As long as they hold on right. to that ticket, they can unlimited right. access right. to Right, right, right. And golden tickets are, are I want to say, I've probably only heard of maybe 30 of them. Damn. The most recent one, of course, is when George Lucas made the deal. For Star Wars. For, uh, for Star Wars. I don't think he got Clarify. it for Star Tours. Star Tours was just a money deal oh, yeah. to put it in. But Disney didn't buy Star Wars till later. Right. And so part of that deal... He sold Lucasfilm. Yeah, right. And it's he, entities... Him and his wife he got, got the gold tickets. tickets. Him and his wife. That was part of his deal. And now he can't stand Disney anymore. No, I'm just right, 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 right. So anyway... We'll, we'll get to right, that. Right, 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 right. We'll go back to that. Way, way but, down the line. Anyway, but, so... Um, yeah, so the, uh, the first ticket was possessed by Roy... And then the two little kids, <laughs> their cousins, got tickets two and three. Um, you have to imagine, so this is 1955, and we'll go back to the, the Black Sunday ordeal. With with Black Sunday, this is the 50s, so women were still wearing heels and gloves and hats. Right. This was a formal Very classy. affair. Formal affair. Oh, yeah. And, this, and, that's, guys what, in suit and, and that's what Walt wanted out of his... Oh, his theme park because Walt was hanging around. Um, he'd been to different public parks and stuff like that. And his the, the creation was is he didn't want a public park. He didn't want trash everywhere. He didn't. He wanted he a controlled want environment. He wanted a controlled right. environment. And it inspired him because sitting on a park bench and you watch, you know, cigarette butts roll past and <laughs> right, 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 and paper yeah, cups at the time. girls on the carousel right, 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 right. bored out of his gourd. Right, right, And most people think that Walt was the first to create a theme park. Actually, there's one in Amsterdam that's, I, I think it's another hundred years older. Oh, damn. Right, right. You're right. Yeah, it's he, in the Netherlands. He, he didn't a, come up with the No, he didn't come up with the theme park. park. Um but and they have proof that he'd been there, nice on one of his European vacations. <laughs> so he'd been there, and he'd also visited with Walter Knott, who's Walter Knott, Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, all right. Walter Knott was just up the street, yeah, and he was making his ghost town. <laughs> so th- there's there's a, a dichotomy between those because many a time Walt was spotted in with Walter Knott. Nice. And they trade Imagineers and engineers. So that's another thing. Most cool. people don't know about Disneyland. Well, a lot of people probably think Knott's Berry Farm is a big competitor to Disney. <sighs> right. So that's kind of a right. bit of history. Right, right. But Walter, and, me on Walter and, uh, and, and Walt clearly knew each other. They associated <laughs> with each other. They were all doing their same thing. Walter Knott was in the fried chicken business. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Disney was making full-length cartoons. Yeah. So. Feature films, right. Out of animation. Right. So Walt had a he got his a lot of ideas from uh, from other sources, 
and then he he combined them. Some say that the most crucial thing that he came up with was the pinwheel design. Right, where you walk into the park and everything right. Right. centers out from the right, castle. Right, right. So anytime you're in any land, you can you maneuver can see, throughout right, the park. Right. And you can see the other yeah, lands. Exactly. Right, right. So um, he, he, that was a pivotal thing. Um, but... You know, with that, with all the, the, the tribulations, there's a, there's a, on back to Black Sunday, um, they all came for the opening, and I, I recommend anybody go see, you can see the original opening televised act that they actually televised it on. The it was day. an all-day affair, wasn't it? Right, I mean, right. At least all afternoon. Right, 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 right. And it's televised, and they show... Uh, you can uh, you can look up first day of Disneyland on YouTube. You can it watch it. It comes right up. How do you do, everyone? This is Hank Weaver. For the past year, this signature has announced the opening of Disneyland the show. Now, it announces the opening of Disneyland the place. The people and eyes around the world are focused on these 160 acres here in Anaheim, California. This afternoon, Disneyland, the world's most fabulous kingdom, will be unveiled before an invitational world premiere, and you are guests. Art Linklater will be your host, and with ABC crews and cameras on the spot, will guide you through this truly magic land. You can watch it. Yep. Um, it's about an hour long. It, Art Linklater, Ronnie Reagan. Ronnie Reagan. Ronnie yep. Reagan. All right. Before uh, it was a politician, uh, right, the right, actor. Uh, Ronnie Reagan. Um, there was Who's a... vice president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, back to the no, future no, shout out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, uh, Opening broadcast and it was troubled also. The broadcast. Just, oh my gosh! It was a live feed, giant cameras. Nobody was catching cues from the next one. They're jumping around. <laughs> Art Linkletter, Ronnie Reagan. Uh, let's see. Um, F- Fess Parker. Uh, you know uh, he had celebrities. Um, I think there are two of the Rat Pack. That showed up. Nice. Dean Martin. Dino. <laughs> Dean Martin. Oh, and uh, yeah, so it, it was quite a fanfare. But just the live broadcast itself, when you watch it, you can get a little semblance of how hectic it was. The chaos. But, but <laughs> never do they ever mention that by the end of the closing of that first day, none of the rides were working. They'd all overheated and shut down. The bathrooms were all backed up. They'd, the soda was warm. Ladies' heels were going through the asphalt because they had just paved the night, the before? night before. So uh, when you... Hundreds. Uh, I mean, do we know how many scalp tickets there were there? There's an additional hundreds of right, people, hundreds, right? Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds Way of more than right, they were right, anticipating. Right, right. And... Uh, uh, Back then, and up to the 1980s, how a ticket worked was you got into the park, and then each ride had a little tab that you peel off, and you could hand it to the ticket taker on the ride. So you didn't pay to get in. You got a ticket book. Right. For event rides. Right, right, right. And the most famous uh, Walt created it. We all know it as an e-ticket ride. There you go, e-ticket ride. Right, right. So that would be the premium. But e didn't come until, I think, 1959. The Matterhorn, I believe, was the very first first e-ticket ride. I believe you are correct. Right. So so these people had scalp tickets. Um, 
the, there's the fiasco of the gazebo. What's the gazebo fiasco? So there was a gazebo that originally was where the flagpole is. Okay. On the end of Main Street. And Walt walked in, I believe, 24 to 36 hours before and said, I don't like it there. <laughs> so they had to pick up the whole thing and they moved it to where now Walt and Mickey are in the center of the hub. Nice, the statue. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So they actually had to move that. So they are moving structures. <laughs> Two days before. <laughs> Two, uh, the, uh, no. <laughs> 36 hours. We're not going to... Because I'm assuming the workers never went home. Right. So, yeah, 36 hours is what you call it. It wasn't any days. They just kept on working. You know, they were painting moments before. Moments before opening. Yeah, right. Everything was wet lead paint, you know. (laughs) 1955. Perfectly safe. (laughs) Asbestos-based lead paint. (laughs) Right. So... Uh, yeah, it, it, it really turned into a, a train wreck. Um, oh, the, the, the cabling for all the cameras was this, you know, imagine cabling uh, like an inch and a half in diameter crossing <laughs> the asphalt, you know. And, and people tripping. Try, yeah, you're yeah. right, right. And then cameras were overheating and, you know, and everything <laughs> had to be staged and poor Walt had to run from opening of each land where they let the kids in. You know, and he, he, there's actually a ceremonial speech for every land. Well, and we started this one with just the main dedication. Right, that's main dedication. There right. So right. there was the original dedication, there was a prayer to the opening, and then they opened it up, and then every land had a separate opening, and there's a plaque for each one of them. Nice. That you can read, but Walt had to say it. Nobody else gave that speech. So poor Walt's <laughs> running around, Art Link letters trying to go one direction, Ronnie Reagan, and Bob Cunningham. So that's another Hello, thing. Bob Cunningham. So we can <laughs> let's talk about Bob Cunningham. So when you watch the the, the, the the original televised, this is another obscure one. And if you don't if you don't watch it, you won't catch it, but you have to watch the opening broadcast. There's a, a, some more train wreck for, for, for Disney. So Ron Miller was producing a movie in Brigham City. Utah. Utah. Okay. Brigham City, Utah. And he was doing it there and in Logan. And it was about a man that I think he was... The man lives with uh, like a ferret or a weasel in his log cabin. <laughs> so Ron's making this movie and they call him down... Because Walt says, you all have to be there. Yeah. This is it, you know. This is the dedication in Disneyland. And and Ron was, you know, uh, completely beholden to his father-in-law, you know. So he came down, and they, 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 Ron and Diane were there for maybe, I think, till noon. (laughs) And they bailed, and they were, uh, they all went... Most of the Disney, I think Lily and all of them, left for lunch or something, and Ron decided not to go back. (laughs) And he says, by the time I made it, I think he was heading out, and he probably, you know, spent the night in Barstow or Baker or something trying to make his way out of the the, the hell. And he says... yeah, he, he he said Utah was the best place for me to be after that day. <laughs> as far away from Anaheim right, right. as yeah. possible. Living in, in in Brigham City in Logan to to stay away from it. But yeah, it was it was 
Walt Walt knew that there was going to be problems, but I Maybe don't think not not yeah, right. <laughs> but when you think about it, to make Disneyland then in a year was a spectacular building oh, accomplishment from an Orange Grove. Right, 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 right. From what the, we know now is the, Disneyland the Dominguez, Park is huge. Yeah, from the Dominguez uh, orchards to that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, uh, that that undertaking was was, you know, it's like saying building Hoover Dam in a year. It was monumental. Right, 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 right. Yeah, monumental and revolutionary. Absolutely. So you know he was he was doing this on the cuff. So, um, original rides for Disneyland. Okay, so the very first ride that was to be built, Walt uh, was the Jungle Cruise. Ever since Disneyland Park opened, one of the most popular realms has been Adventureland. As many as ten thousand people a day have taken this boat trip safely and comfortably through the waterways of our man-made jungle. So Walt knew that he had to start the Jungle Cruise first. So they bought all the tropical trees they could. <laughs> Which and they planted them first. Yeah, and it so, wasn't an easy feat. So they could have a year's growth. So when you watch the, the original footage of Walt walking out there dragging his heel in the <laughs> dirt, saying this is where this is going to go, they're already planting trees. Nice. A year ahead, so that was the very first thing that they started with, and then they, then uh, I believe, then they started digging um, for the Tom Sawyer. The, Tom Sawyer's the, yeah, the Rivers of America. Yeah, look, right. Canoe ride. Right, right, right. Real canoes. Right, right. And <laughs> and and for the Mark Twain. Yeah. Right, right. So they started with that. Um, and there's horror stories about that. Um, they they dug it. And filled it full of water and came back the next day. All the water was gone. 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 Completely gone. 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 Yeah. gone. So it's just the land drank it. You're right. So and they've and uh, the canal boats were very similar. They 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 dig it, fill it full of water, and then you know I think they 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 fixed the canal boats. It they they opened it and then they, they it was another month. They drained it, and I think they concreted that one just to get the water to stay in there. <laughs> Enough one. of this bullshit. Right. Um, so the castle was open uh, on opening day, of course, but it was not a walkthrough. Right. That came much later. Right. right. That came... Um, Sleeping Beauty's castle yeah, walkthrough, walkthrough, which that was, was phenomenal. Yeah, that was 15 years. Especially since right. they restored all the original art. For that walkthrough, right, right, right. It's amazing. Sorry, that's and 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 they also made it ADA now. So now there's a separate viewing. Oh, nice. So if you can't walk the stairs, yeah, they still give you the experience. So most people don't know the largest single land of all time was Frontierland. Frontierland. It is here that we experience the story of our country's past, the color, romance, and drama of frontier America as it developed from wilderness trails to roads, riverboats, railroads, and civilization. A tribute to the faith, courage, and ingenuity of our hardy pioneers who blazed the trails and made this progress possible. It was gigantic. Right. It was a... It was meant to feel it was like a, the frontier. It was a third of the park, and Walt was up to his chest 
in Wild West. <laughs> so he had Zorro, Ofego Baca, and uh, David Crockett. Nice. So Walt was making Western children's programming, and that's why Frontierland is just incredible when you look at it originally. <laughs> it had the mule train rides. Or the, uh, yeah, and it had uh, covered wagons, stagecoaches, and it had... I can't even remember the name of the train. And it went through Crystal Caverns. <laughs> it's now... And there's still remnants of that. You can see uh, the train tunnel once you just go past Galaxy's Mountain, Edge. Right? Yeah, yep. yeah, it's on your right... Uh, yeah, it's on your, on your left. Into Galaxy's Edge, it's on the left uh, coming out, right, right. it's on the right. Right, there's just a train panel, the and, and there's some of the tracks on the other side of the mountain that you can see when you take the, the Mark Twain Columbian experience. You can see this oh, sweet. part of Railroad Trestle, and that's st- that that was that was part of it. So, Frontierland, well, I had no idea what that was. I mean, right, it was right. just there in September, and and again in May, and, and what was that? What the hell is that? So that's cool to right, know. Right, right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So that, that that is actually left over from from that experience. So it, it was, Frontierland was, I think, probably Walt's, that was his big, big uh, uh, experience. For rides that are still existing that were there, um, the carousel. Okay, so the carousel is the oldest ride, and it's an import. I believe it's from Europe. Walt bought it used. And moved it across the oceans right. to Disneyland. It may have been here when he bought it, but it is the oldest. And that's that's the, the, the running joke is what is the oldest ride in Disneyland? <laughs> and everybody thinks, you know, it's the, you know, um, the Jungle Cruise. And it's actually, no, it's actually it's the, the carousel, carousel because the carousel was actually built <laughs> Victorian <laughs> era. And they imported it, so it's, it's an amazing a, carousel. Oh, it is! Yeah. It is. It, have you ridden Jingles? No. Okay. You got to hop on Jingles. Horse on. Yeah, right. You have to ride. Right. You have to ride Jingles, <laughs> and they make a reference to it. I don't know if it's necessarily true in um, in the, the the Mary Poppins recent movie. They they said it was Lily's favorite horse to ride. So, um, original rides, of course, the Jungle Cruise, the the Carousel. Um, the canal boats was an original because Walt loved miniatures. <laughs> and, of course, Walt's opus, the train. Yeah. The Disneyland Railroad, of course, is wife from the it. railroad in Frontierland. Right. There are actually, the actually there are three trains. The there are three trains because Casey Jr. was the third. Nice. Right. So there's three trains. Unknown, uh, obscure fact. Um, when Walt actually had to get out of the Disneyland business and he had to make a separate corporation, Walt retained rights to the train. <laughs> so it became part of Retlaw. So and so Walt was they, they tried to get Walt out of the park and later on because he was way too hands on. You know, nobody could do anything without Walt's little okay signature on everything. Or that'll do was his other one. That'll, that'll do. do. That'll do. Uh, but uh, so but Walt retained the rights to the trains. So he actually owned the trains and the tracks. So he could always they couldn't permanently kick him out of his own park. And that's uh, and then then Walt went on to focus on Retlaw was the corporation that bought the land for Disney World. Uh, of course, the TWA uh, Rocket Experience was another one that eventually did open. Um, Peter Pan was, and I believe Snow White 
and Pinocchio. But Alice was later, and Mr. Toad, I believe, was later, too. I just found a photo of what it looked like before Alice showed up. There's a set of doors at the end of the castle that... Just go to nowhere? Well, it went into the end of the castle, now where Alice is. Nice. So I just found that one. That was very, very interesting. Cool. Right. Um, so, yeah, the, the, it, it, it came to a, a screeching halt. Rides broke down. Poor Walt, you know, is he's up to his armpits in debt. He's eleven million dollars in debt. You know, um, the the the, the poor art, uh, the the cartoonists are like, well, you forgot about us. You know, so his company is now divided. <laughs> you know, are you with the park? Are you are you making cartoons? Or and then the third part was Ron Miller trying to make live action. So Walt was still doing that. So he had his hands and everything, and then he has Black Sunday. Yeah. So it it from what I have learned it it took him a good month to work some kinks out. Finally, get some drinking <laughs> right, fountain. Right, fix get rid of the issue. get rid of the orchard ladder. Get rid of the orchard ladder. <laughs> right, uh, right. Avoid scalps. Or right, and fake tickets. And if I remember right, the 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 first, I think the first, almost twenty years of running, they were only open four days a week. Really? Right. And then they went um, they went to a, a five-day, to a barbershop week. What's a barbershop? So barbershop barber is Tuesday week. through Saturday. Okay. Sunday, Monday off. Yeah, Sunday, Monday yeah. off. And that didn't change until the 1980s. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I, you know, now Disneyland has uh, events that go 24 hours a day, you know, and, and everybody knows that, you know, if you're staying next to the park, Disneyland doesn't close. It doesn't seem Ever. like it. Yeah. Ever. It does close for the public, but the third shift comes in. So Disneyland never technically closes. Yeah, I can see that. That's right, right. fair. Right. Well, how do they maintain it? They they have to they do have it to do it at after night. hours. The right? arborists come out, they, they they hose the whole thing down, you know. That's why it's clean. Touch up paint everything. Oh everything every yeah. You're yeah. right. The third shift is the biggest shift. <laughs> well that's the one that makes and, it shine. You're right. And they restock everything, you know. You're not going to get fresh Dole Whips unless they restock the thing. <laughs> and, oh, and that's another thing we can talk about is sponsorships. Walt also was trying to double dip by trying to sell the rights, sell to, the rights to different yeah. stores in Disneyland. We can talk about there was, a, uh, there was a tobacco shop. There was a lingerie shop. There was, um, <laughs> I think the first one Very wasn't Dole. It was Sunkist came in first. Polaroid was a big one. Even when I was a kid, all the all photo the booths were Polaroid, yeah. right? Polaroid was the the the, the big thing to, to get your uh, your film was through a Polaroid. And of course, Dole came in with the with the Dole whip, and it, you know, I think it's the 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 the, the last of the. The original, standing, really, yeah, the really Dole standing. Whip and turkey legs. Oh, uh, and everybody had their hand. TWA was with the rocket right. in Frontierland. Um, well, it's kind of interesting mentioning because there's 
You don't see branding like that. Really. No, no, no. The only thing that you see right now is Dole and Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because Coca-Cola is everywhere. everywhere. Of course, there's a specific ice cream parlor that is the Coke Corner right there <laughs> uh, next to uh, on Main Street there. So branding was a big thing because if you could get somebody else to front the money for you. Why, well, but it's a no-brainer. You're right. Just, just, just hawk it. So Walt, Walt probably kept working. Roy happy too. Oh, poor Roy, <laughs> poor Roy. We wouldn't have Disneyland. We wouldn't have Disney without Roy. We wouldn't. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, yeah. Really. The, the, Roy what, was the money man. He kept the books. It was. It was. It was Roy's indigent checks from World War One that they were using <laughs> after Walt had already bellied up two previous cartoon companies that he came to California and saw his brother in an infirmary hospital from tuberculosis that he caught on a ship from World War One. Holy shit. Got his brother out and they I think they went to an uncle that was living in somewhere in Southern California and used Roy's checks from being indigent from contracting tuberculosis on a ship that they used the money from that to start the animation. For Walt Disney Studios. All of Disney. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Ultimately. The yeah. only thing that I can honestly say is the Alice, uh, the, the live action animated uh, shorts that Walt was doing for the same company that did Betty Boop. That was not to Roy and uh, uh, Oswald. A previous... Adventure for well, and all was Oswald was Mickey before Mickey, right? Is that what you're yeah, right. to? Yeah, yeah. All Oswald was his first attempt at a <laughs> at, 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 at a uh, at a cartoon that he could sell for in mass, right? Which he right. sold the rights to, but then Disney later acquired them back, right? Kind of recently, and, and that's a funny deal how that is, and we can do that on another podcast. It's nice. just exactly how did we get Oswald back and. <laughs> Wow, are the Japanese loving Oswald? <laughs> so, anyways, but um, yeah, so Walt did a he did a, a wheeling and dealing with sponsorships that he could get for everything, you know. And then later on, that uh, we 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 still wouldn't have some of the things in Disneyland without those original sponsorships, like um, the World's Fair. The World's Fair created. Walt started doing rides for them. So he did right. uh, for Ford. Okay. So that experience. This is the 1964 World's Fair. Yeah, right. And he went for two and years he, to 66. Right, right. And yeah. he started. So we wouldn't have the People Mover. We wouldn't have the Omnimover. So we wouldn't have the Haunted Mansion. Right. We wouldn't have that. Because that, have that mechanism world. originally drug around the Lincoln Continental and a Mustang. And uh, I think it was a Galaxy 500 on that awesome. that mechanism that Bob Gurr created. So we wouldn't have that. And that was sponsored by Ford. They fronted that money. Of course, UNICEF and Pepsi give us the It's a Small World. Yep. So... Some of the the, the the rides that we know in Disneyland were fronted by somebody else. And Walt just <laughs> is like, okay, I'm just going to retain the rights to them after. Yeah. And so they moved completely. It's a small world. The facade's different. Um, but it's the only outdoor facade still left. Um Mr. Lincoln. Mr. Lincoln was another big one. Which thank, was a big Thank you, the state of Illinois, for giving us Mr. <laughs> Lincoln and... 
animatronics, and we can add the Pirates of the Caribbean. Can thank you for Mr. Lincoln. Into that, right. That's where the um, Imagineers came up with the animatronics, right. and um, you could still see what's left of the Ford Expo. Uh, um, their creation by Walt by um, riding the, the the Disneyland Railroad and the giant diorama that is between Tomorrowland and Main Street USA, the giant diorama with the dinosaurs yeah. and, and the Grand Canyon, that's what's left of the Ford Expo. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that is. Very cool. Right, so that that's left of that. Um, and, of course, we have a, a brilliant ride mechanism. The amount of people that can be shuttled through with the Omnimover. Yeah. Which, again, harkens to the Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, Buzz Lightyear, Ariel, all those still use that. And then if you really want to get into it with ride vehicle technology, it, it, it and, I, and I haven't figured out why it doesn't work, but It's a Small World is the same loading process as Pirates of the Caribbean. But Pirates of the Caribbean puts more people through than any other ride ever created. Wow. It is the most ridden ride on the planet. Which is kind of surprising. The wait times are always pretty short nowadays. Right, right. And it's one of the it's one of the best rides. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and apparently, there's somebody online you can order scented candles, and one of their scents is Pirates of the Caribbean, which is <laughs> bromine. Is that what it is? Yes, it's bromine. That is the primary <laughs> chemical that Walt, uh, the, the, the Disney Corporation uses in their water to protect us from poisoning ourselves. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> it's, so, bromine. it's bromine. Yeah. So if you want a bromine candle, yeah, there's a, there's a Haunted Mansion one for the must. There's a, do- there's a Dole Whip one. Right. Oh, the, I love Dole Whip. Right. So that, uh, yeah. There's a tangent to go for is, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, yeah, Walt was a wheeler and dealer, but he was an honest wheeler and dealer. He wasn't Carol Shelby. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, Walt wanted his imagination to come true. And it's he wanted real. it to be real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, then poor Roy had to fund it. Yeah. God bless you know, Roy. So th- there's the, the, the there's a, a myth, and I some say it's true or not that when Walt was gonna paint the castle, Walt's like, I want it to sparkle, and the only thing I can think of are diamonds. <laughs> so he sent Roy on a business trip and gave it a diamond paint job to give it that extra sparkle. You know, <laughs> can you? I can't imagine the tension that went between Walt and Roy for that one year. How many sleepless nights Roy right, had. Right. Year and, after year, probably. Yeah. And Roy, for, for, for the listeners, you don't see much of Roy. He was an extremely introverted man. Yes. To Very find quiet. pictures. As far as I know, there is maybe one, I know of one, maybe only two references to Roy in the entire Disneyland Park. I can't even think of one. Okay, and so the, 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 the dream suite above Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a balcony that's right over Pirates of the Car- right. Caribbean, and there's a W in the railing and an R. Nice. Walt and Roy. Right. The R is for Roy. 
That's as far as I know. There's that. There's only one reference. There may be another because there's only two references to Walt as a a a, 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 a window painting. You know how they 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 recognize Disney recognizes people that contribute to Disneyland by painting their name into a window. I had no idea. So if you look at the windows, you can see Bob Gurr. You can oh, see yeah, yeah. Right. You can like see on all Main Street. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. So and there's there's some fun ones. There's I don't know if you want to talk about some obscure things that you can find at Disneyland. I think we should, but that could almost be a, yeah. a whole other episode. Like the tattoo part. As I mentioned, this is volume one. Right, We're right. So, yeah, yeah. So several the, volumes the, there, of there is There is some very obscure things, and there's some things that are completely myth. <laughs> completely myth, and and people still go for it. You know, like the center, the, the center brass dot. What's you know what that one? Dot? There's no. a brass dot in the in the pavement, in front of the castle, past the drawbridge. You look okay. down, and there's a brass dot, and everybody says that's the center of the park. But if you actually look at an aerial view, there's uh, no nothing. Way. No. <laughs> so what nothing. is it? They, I, from what I've been told, it's an elevation marker. Okay, that makes more sense. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, right. So that one is a complete myth. Uh, yeah, but and it, it, it's really old. So let's let's go back to talking about original Disney that Disney has that none of the others have. Okay, none so, of the other parks. Yeah. So right. Disneyland, when it was built, Walt made a castle. So he made a real castle. So it is the only castle that has a functioning drawbridge. I for, and I always forget that. Yeah. Yeah. They lifted, I think they said the last time they lifted it was in like 1991. But it still functions. That's awesome. Functioning drawbridge. Um, the castle, the design of the castle was actually backwards. So they actually had the castle in miniature when they were designing oh, that, it. That's right. And he, they were looking at it and Walt turned it around. And he's like, I like this view better. <laughs> they flipped it around. So right, you, right. you actually come into the park and look at the back, back of, the, of castle. the castle. Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, what we know of Fantasyland now originally looked more like the Fantasyland at Disney World. It okay. more, the, all the facades were tent-like. Okay. So that's the best way to describe what Fantasyland looked back then. It was more of a medieval fair from the inside. As opposed to actual structure. Right, 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 right. You know, because what? We got a formal toad hall (laughs) that looks like, you know, the little house itself and everything. They were all tent-like, and Peter Pan was... Yeah, they were all to look like tents. Now, um, the carousel, if I remember right, the carousel was... Farther back, there was a, a, a pirate ship. Yeah, back the, there. the ship used to be in fantasy. Yeah, the, for, before they moved, the, and it was, a, it was a it was it was a tuna fish restaurant. Yeah, the pirate ship was yeah. right, right. and it had skull rock next good. to it. Right, right. Oh, they had a hot tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> it was uh, two pickles and mayonnaise mashed uh, and mashed 
tuna uh, <laughs> between two slices of bread and wrapped in tin foil and heated. I can imagine the amount uh, of horrible that yeah. will taste like. Um, so I like a tuna melt. That sounds terrible. Right, right, terrible. Right. So, and, and it, uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, if I remember right, the teacups is where the carousel was, and they've since moved them away. They moved them around the corner. Right. Closer to Alice in Wonderland. Right, right, right. So that's where they... Which is a right. Yes. Do we need to bring that up? <laughs> we can. <laughs> that's fair. Go ahead and explain yourself. Well, it was at Disneyland, and uh, I didn't realize it was there for three full days in September. It was there for two days in May. I had no idea. Now, you have, Even... to do some, you have to do some more math. Add in all the other times you've been to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. So, so, so uh, I never realized there was an Alice in Wonderland ride until I got home from my last trip in September. Right. So, would you want to say that you've been in the park for more than 10 days? Combined? Yeah. 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 And you didn't know that there was I a could have gone ride. on it when I was four or five, maybe. I have no recollection of it whatsoever. Right. Uh, for uh, for the listeners, um, yeah, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> LJ. Let, let's just make sure that he's not a, a border guard or whatever, because uh, if you can sneak an entire Disney ride past him, yeah. It's right there behind the teacups right. and where it is now. And but above Toad Hall. One, you enlighten me to that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, It's one of the only rides that goes up. It's a dark story. ride that is on top of another dark ride. <laughs> so when you go up above Alice, on this, uh, when you go to the elevated, you're actually on top. Well, Mr. Toad's one. Well, right, right. But, and as I said that, you know, it gives me something to look forward to going back again. Very much so. Very much so. The first fucking ride I'm going to go on in Fantasyland. There, there is, you know what? The, 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 I could probably say I've been into the Disneyland Park maybe 150, 200 days total, maybe more. You got me beat for sure. Maybe, maybe even close to 300 days total, <laughs> maybe. So maybe a year I've spent at Disneyland, and I still find something new. It's awesome, isn't it? It's it's theming. I love it's it. Theming. Yeah. 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 Behind, you know, for the longest time, uh, I think the most recent one, and now it no longer exists, there were two graveyards in Disneyland. The Haunted Mansion and where else? There was actually one on Tom Sawyer Island. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That was behind the fort. Had no idea. Well, and now it's, it's gone. gone? Now it's gone. They, when they shortened the island to make room for Galaxy's Edge... It's gone. They eliminated it. Right. It's gone. I'm not going to curse them. But two is an amazing yeah. place to visit. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. So. We'll get to that on another Right, right, right. But, you know, I always find something that just, I had no idea. That's awesome. I had no idea. And, and, and you know, I, I go looking, I watch other videos and try and find some and then go try and explore and find them myself stuff like that that's a real fun trick is to because i don't think one person can single-handedly learn all of disney t- you'd have trivia. to dedicate your, Be- because your life to yeah it. You know, and i and I, <laughs> I told you that story about um when i uh i stumped a plaid no 
Stump the plaid. Okay, so a plaid is what the 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 the, the term of for the Disneyland official tour guides. So you walk okay. around, and the ladies look like they're they're wearing riding helmets, and they have a riding crop, and they're in their plaid <laughs> skirts, which is. Okay, that's part of the story. And the guys wear a vest, and they're the official and tour the guides. And plaid, right. Right, right. Same target. So if you wanted to do, Same like, target. the walking in Walt's shoes. Right. Walking in Walt's footsteps. They, they, they yeah. give all the tours. That's nice. what they do. Dignitaries come in, like the, you know, the King of Oman used to come in all the time. Right, when the Swedish princesses would come, <laughs> they would always have a plaid with them. And now now it's celebrities. So Yeah. When you, People paying for the VIP experience. Right, right. So when you take a tour, a plaid gives you the, 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 the tour, and then usually it's ended with a, a, a full lunch, usually. For walking Walt's footsteps, it's a lunch. I've taken yeah. all the current tours right now offered. So I've taken all of those. And it that one gets a full lunch. Uh, the 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 others will give you a, a donut or a cookie or something. But when, go for the lunch. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, so the uh, adventure side, Adventureland side of the park on the left hand side on Main Street is where the tour guides' uh, little entrance is. It's actually right next to what was the police station. In Frontierland. No, on Main Street. On That's Main where Street. the front is. So. So once you go through the tunnel and there is City Hall, it's left of City Hall. Oh, it's the just tour on guide the opposite station. side right. of the fire station. Right. I know exactly what you're talking right, right. about. Okay, so that's the Sorry. tour guide station. So yeah. when, when, you, when you go have lunch with them, they sit there and you can ask them any question. Right, and this is their job. Yeah, no, they're extremely. This helpful. is their job. They're awesome. So, so I'm sitting there having my lunch, and. Uh, they said, you can ask us any question, and we will try our hardest <laughs> to figure out what your question is. So I, I, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, here's my question, and the question is for you. Not about the park, but it's literally for you. And they said, okay, go. <laughs> and I said, what is your tartan, and what is Disney World's tartan, and why are they different? Nice. Okay. Tartan being a type of plaid. Uh, plaid. Right, 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 right. right. Because in, yeah. being a, a, a Scottish gentleman as myself, I want to know what it is. Yeah, nice. Okay, but it was a trick question because I already knew what it was. <laughs> but why? You wanted to see what their answer was. Right, right. So What do they say? So, okay, so I started with, um, I started with the, 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 the tour guide that we had assigned. And he's like, I do not know that. <laughs> so he went to the head tour guide of the park system. <laughs> she had no idea. So she told another plaid to call the historian in Florida. This is during <laughs> business hours to figure out why and what they are. Okay. So the current... So the, the the tartan that they are wearing in Disneyland is Royal Stewart. Okay? okay. Royal Stewart. That's a political statement. For a Scotsman as myself, <laughs> to wear Royal Stewart means that you no longer acknowledge Queen Elizabeth Regina II. Right? Right? It's fine. <laughs> right, right, right. But what is theirs? 
and the official Disney historian after a 40-minute phone call after I'd done eating my lunch and my <laughs> wife at the time was just disgruntled. You know, why would you ask that question? Couldn't you ask, you know, why is there an alternate ending to, 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 to Mr. Toad, right? Yeah. You know, that's easy because the, you had to end the ride real quick, so you might as well just throw him in hell. So, but anyways, so what is it? It's a very dark ending. Yeah, right. So, yeah. The, so the answer is it's not a tartan. It's a plaid. It's fake. <laughs> it's not a tartan. They are wearing Stuart. Now, my third part of the question actually was, is why aren't you wearing the Disney tartan? Yeah. And that threw him, what? <laughs> Disney historian says, yes, there is. There is a Disney tartan. Okay. But Why aren't they wearing it? None of them knew. I stumped the plaids. I stumped a Disney historian getting a phone call from Disneyland. I stumped, and he's like, I have no idea why we're not wearing our tartan. But he did answer why they were wearing Stuart. And? There's a rest. Political statement or not? No, there was there was a a, a gentleman, and, and, and not a gentleman's club. We'll just put it a, a a fine dining restaurant down from the Disneyland studio. That was a kind of a, a steak restaurant, and and um, uh, the adult beverages were served, and Walt and Roy and all of them happened to go there a lot, and the the servers wore. <laughs> Royal Stewart. So, so, so you know, <laughs> and it was an easy tartan to 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 get a hold of. If a uniform company's already making that that oh, uniform, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we got that same plaid, but it's not a ta- plaid. It's a tartan <laughs> because a plaid means nothing. Lumberjacks wear plaid, right? Right. A tartan means a lot. Right, 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 right. That's why I say it's a political... And, and I told the Platts, I'm like, you do know that you are wearing a political statement that you do not recognize Elizabeth Regina and you're proudly supporting Bonnie Prince Charlie, <laughs> the great pretender. Cheers. Right, right, right. I'll right. drink my right, 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 right. So we're drinking Miller High Life. Yep. And the... The reason why I were drinking Miller High Life is Miller High Life in the can was the beer that was stocked for Ron Miller in Walt Disney's apartment. <laughs> Ron Miller, who we've mentioned a couple of times. Right. Now, Walt when you say Walt's apartment, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but he actually had two apartments. No, he did not. So, okay, let me finish. Okay. Because I, I know what you're going to tell me. The family apartment above the firehouse. Right. Which always has the lamp on. Right. I always say what's up to Walt and thank you when right, I leave right, the right, park. Right. I'm going to try not right. to get sentimental yeah. right now. It, it wrecks um, you when you're walking out. It does. Especially when you're walking right. in. It's because awesome. It's like he's The, the, the light there, was you know? on was a signal for the park employees that the Walt, Walt was, was in, in the, park. the park. Right. It was a, a signal. Your boss is here. Yeah. And <laughs> some say he turned it on and some say Lily would turn it on and some say uh, 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 somebody that was to clean the apartment, they turned it on. It was a yeah. signal. But after he passed, it's always on. Right. So you right. can see that right. when you come the in and out of the park. never to go out. Um, now, I believe... Uh, the suite above Pirates of the Caribbean was to be it a second was. apartment. It was. But after Walt's untimely passing, right. the family didn't feel it was appropriate. So the, 
So yeah, they, yeah. So they the kind idea, of abandoned that. Yeah, the idea was to make it because if it, if you haven't been in Walt's original apartment, it literally is one room with a kitchenette on one end, and then a bathroom behind the kitchenette, <laughs> and it has two Murphy beds. Yeah, it's relatively small. Oh, oh, it's probably three, four hundred square feet. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, you know, this room that we're in right now is <laughs> breathtakingly large. <laughs> and this is not a large room. Right, right. <laughs> it, 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 but so, so Walt was, well, of course, you know, we're, 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 we're jumping to um, 1966. So Pirates of the Caribbean and New Orleans Square is being built. Okay. okay. So Walt is um, building that. Revolutionary ride. Uh, oh, the ride the mechanism was insane. in. A, a, not just one animatronic, you know. Dozens. You want to say 50? 50 okay. animatronics. You, you know, know better than I would. Or I would say okay. probably 50 at the time, you know. State of the art animatronics. Uh, and Walt wanted to still visit the park. Okay, he still wanted to be hands-on. This is why I keep going back He's to Walt. <laughs> and it's his opus. Yeah. He's still growing it. He's oh, adding yeah. a whole nother land with a revolutionary ride, right? So he's he, he, and he wants an apartment that can hold all of the family, including Roy. So this apartment actually is large enough. In the original design, if I remember right, it's a it, it now we know it as the dream suite and it only has three rooms but right. it was bigger than that but it was an apartment that had no kitchen so the original kitchen for it was actually club 33 <laughs> so Walt could go from his apartment walk across New Orleans Square above Royal Street and have dinner at Club 33, his exclusive restaurant, and then the Jazz Club, which is above uh, what we would know now as the Crystal Shop. Yep. There's, that's it's called the Jazz Club, and that's where Walt was to actually listen to jazz. Nice. So Louis Armstrong was to play for him, <laughs> and Louis Armstrong played lots of time for Walt or one of the Sherman brothers, you know. Yeah. Walt retained the Sherman the, brothers more right, commonly right. than not were right, actually right. But, in the park. But yeah, Louis Armstrong a was. Basis. Le, 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 le. I didn't know that about Louis Armstrong. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis Armstrong was to play for Walt. And he was to eat from Club 33. So they're actually, I don't know if they're really, uh, they very well could be connected still through passage right. corridors and everything, but you'd have to be. Um, Somebody that actually works in Club Thirty Three because that the, the 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 people a person that works in Frontierland will never go into Club Thirty Three. And I learned that I've I've learned that they when you tell somebody that you've been to Club Thirty Three as an employee and they're just as mythical what's inside as as everybody else. Yeah. So employees don't go into Club Thirty Three at all. Well, so. and uh, I think we're we're just creeping up on about an hour. Okay. And as I've stated several times, because I'm trying to reiterate it and beat it into you and ingrain it in you, that there will be several volumes of the Disneyland Dead Serial podcast with myself and Bunny. Um, But I think maybe Club 33 is a good spot to to leave it at. We can end with Club 33. It's hard to dial Black Sunday and the opening of the park all into one bottled hour. 
but I, I think we did it. Hopefully, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We it, it was it was bit. catastrophic. <laughs> and, 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 and as a man that had spent eleven million dollars, yeah, to try and get his ideas out there, and it come to a screeching halt, instantaneous. It's the 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 jet engine or the rocket maker putting the rocket up there and lighting the fuse, and it doesn't watching it explode. Right, right. It it, it doesn't even lift an inch. It just explodes. It, yeah. it doesn't even there's no lift at all it just explodes in front of his face and then two weeks later he finally builds another one poor goddard and gets it going but yeah yeah, yeah. but no i think i think hopefully people will tune into this right. and dig it right i know you've been kind of a uh unofficial disney officiate not much more than myself but i'm i'm coming into that time of my life where I'm rekindling my child. I think that's a midlife crisis. Oh, it, 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 oh um. it is. And, and, and that's another thing that I've, I've heard many people say about Disney is, well, what do you do without any kids? And the answer is you don't need kids to go to Disneyland. Yeah. Well, and I think I'm going to slaughter the quote, but I uh, something along the lines of Walt said is he wanted to create a place and an experience where parents could be right. kids, right. where the grown-ups right. could right. be right. kids again without Very judgment so. right. and right. without yeah, you can go worried about right. embarrassing themselves. When you're at Disneyland, you can be in awe of the Haunted Mansion at right. 38, 39 years old right. Right. and and experience right. that through a different lens. Right, 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 yeah. It's that imagination. Yeah. He's giving us that bit yeah. of our childhood My, my mother's 73 and the Big Thunder Railroad is her thing. <laughs> it's 73. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Right. right. That, yeah. That's her shtick, you know? She goes for it. She's like, if there isn't an active fast pass for that woman for Big Thunder Railroad, yeah, you might as well just, you know. <laughs> I, I guess we're not eating. Well, I guess that, we're not eating. <laughs> we are waiting to go on this ride. Right, right. Well, and I think Disney Hacks would be another awesome episode, like Fast Pass. Oh, certainly. Yeah. There's, there's a, I got all kinds a of. A lot of us. Right, right. A lot for us to cover right, right. in this series. Right. So, did you have anything else in particular no, no, you want no, to no, mention? No, 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 no. For, for, for the catastrophic of Disneyland, that's the best way to say it. Catastrophic. <laughs> it was catastrophic. Everything that possibly could have gone yeah. wrong went wrong. Yeah, and, and Black Sunday. Next episode, we, <laughs> we can get into 1959. Nice. That was the next expansion. Maybe a little of Holiday Land. What? And I, I would love to... To talk more about Pirates of the Caribbean, I think we need to talk more right. about Club Thirty Three, and maybe maybe we'll start in New Orleans. Yeah, we can do New Orleans, and, and, uh, and I guess up. before we we end this, uh, let's. I don't know when the next one will come out, but December fifteenth, nineteen sixty six, we lost Walt. Damn. Right. Well, to, to Walt and Lily. Right. Well, cheers, right. Our, cheers, our Millers. And, Bunny, I appreciate you coming on for yeah, bringing yeah. some Miller. This is great. I, I look forward to the, the Disneyland <laughs> volumes of the Dead Serial Podcast right. moving forward. Much love and respect for you, brother. Yeah. Thank you for having me.
soon. Why? Because we like you. Sorry.